The BioWorld Insider Podcast. This is the BioWorld Insider Podcast, and I'm Lynn Yaffe. In one of the year's biggest deals, ITO's Therapeutics on Monday entered a massive alliance with GlaxoSmithKline. It could be worth more than $2 billion to ITO's. For Glaxo, the deal brings ITOS's anti-tigit monoclonal antibody to the company, adding to its arsenal of cancer-fighting monoclonal antibodies. For ITOS, it brings big money to a relatively small company and puts it on the global stage with a major player. Today, BioWorld staff writer Lee Landenberger is talking with ITOS president and CEO, Michelle Detou. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Lee, over to you. Thank you, Lynn. And thank you, Michelle, for joining us today. I appreciate it. Congratulations on this big deal, too. It it takes a relatively young and small company like yours, one that just went public about a year ago onto a very big stage. Idios will receive $625 million up front, plus a potential $1.45 billion in milestones. So would you please explain for our listeners, first off, what a TIGIT inhibitor is and what sets yours apart from the competition? Yes, indeed. Then thank you very much uh, for this opportunity to explain where we are and where we come from. Then, indeed, uh, what is TIGIT? If we start from the beginning, immunology uh, was a revolution for uh, oncology treatment and people living with cancer 10 years ago when the, the, the antibodies against PD-1 or PD-1 were approved for the first time with pembrolizumab, uh, the Ketruda, uh, and uh, the Obdivo from Merck and BMS. And that revolution allowed to bring a significant cure uh, for cancer, I would say, in less than 30% of the patient. And there was a significant expectation to see the next generation of these immunotherapies or cancer immunotherapies allowing to expand uh, the number of patients that could benefit from this uh, treatment, which are usually less toxic and more efficient than the classical th- chemotherapy or radiotherapy or, or targeted therapies. And last year, Genentech uh, published positive data on their TIGIT program into randomized phase two in lung cancer. And it was the first time in 10 years that the next generation IO drug came with positive data into randomized study, into a major indication. Then there was a significant excitation about uh, these digit programs, and it's it's a busy field. We, we have probably more than 10 programs in clinic, but ITOS succeeded to develop a, a program which is uh, well differentiated and that maximize what an antibody can do to enhance the antitumor response with a multifaceted mechanism. Then we design an antibody with high affinity, high potency, and also an antibody able to activate immune cells to increase the antitumoral effect. You had a lot of suitors for this antibody. Would you give me some background on the process and why you chose Glaxo? Indeed, well, it was it was a competitive process, and based on our balance sheet and the ability to lead our development through the phase two, we were in a position to be very selective. We had conversation with a few companies that had an IO portfolio, capabilities and ambition to be the type of partner we would be interested in. As things started to get more serious, it was clear that the fit with GSK would be ideal. 
We cannot be happier with how the process works out in terms of the right partner with a collaboration structure and ambitious development plan that are ideal for us in near and long-term perspective. How long did it take to go through the process and sift through your the offers? I would say that serious discussion started uh, after JP Morgan this year in January. Oh, fairly soon then. Yes, indeed. And it was a very productive uh, discussion. You said in the company conference call yesterday for investors that you were under no pressure to partner with anyone. And I think you just alluded to this. It sounds like your coffers are full. Does that mean your cash position is strong and you really didn't need to do a deal? Well, the cash position after the IPO last year and the crossover was uh, strong with uh, three years of cash uh, on our balance sheet and was allowing us to move forward uh, the clinical development of our digital asset. We have also a second program in, in clinical development, a small molecule called inupadenone for adenosine receptor antagonist. And for TIGIT, uh, we were equipped, ready to move forward toward phase two, but we were also well aware that if we identify the ideal partner to accelerate and expand the development plan, it would be a big added value for people living with cancer, for our stakeholders and for our shareholders. And this is what we have done with uh, GSK. So you're submitting, you're talking about submitting an IND for next year, for 2022? Oh, in fact, to be to be uh, correct, uh, accurate, uh, we have completed the dose, the dose escalation phase one uh, at the end of last year, and we've presented our data in April at ACR one of the biggest uh, cancer uh, conference. And the data were very uh, promising. That is another catalyst, I would say, to have completed the deal. Ah. So was that the phase one, two A that you're talking about? Indeed. Then it was monotherapy uh, with late stage uh, patients. And we have observed in out of 20 patients, which is still a small number, a clinical benefit in 10 patients with one confirmed partial response and nine stable disease. So will you be wrapping that up soon and then you have a phase two? Can you give me some idea of when you'll be getting to that or, or moving on to a phase three perhaps? Yes. Then, uh, well, at least in, in the near term, we are going to start a combination this summertime, uh, intraporphyria combination and combination with PD-1. And we are planning to start a, a very large study with GSK uh, somewhere next year. What does this deal mean for the other assets that you're developing in your pipeline? In fact, now we have a cash position, which is giving a cash runway for more than five years. And we are going to invest uh, this cash uh, in three different uh, top priorities. Co-develop TIGIT with GSK. It was also something that was very important for us. Keep uh, development rights and commercialization rights in US. And it's what we've done with GSK. Then we are going to invest in the TIGIT development. We are going to invest into our second program, which is a potential best-in-class A2 receptor antagonist, highly differentiated for application in immunology. And we are currently starting phase two with the plan to get a randomized phase two for this program uh, somewhere next year. And then we are going to continue to expand our pipeline of uh, cancer immunotherapies. Thanks for that, Michelle. IDEOS made retaining co-commercialization rights in the U.S. with Glaxo a major factor in the negotiations. So why not share the rights globally? 
I would say that if you take the perspective of a young biotech like ITOS, um, setting up a commercial uh, team and a commercial organization is a significant investment and a significant lift. The big added value of US is that this is one country with one regulation and a significant share in terms of the total market for uh, oncology drugs. Whereas Europe will be 27 different countries with 20 dif 27 different languages and 20 different uh, markets. Then starting uh, or learning the process in USA, I would say is the wise uh, approach to build the commercial organization and become an integrated uh, pharma company. So what did Glaxo see in EOS 448 that other companies maybe didn't? As I said, Glaxo is the ideal partner because today they have an approved PD-1 and they are amongst the few companies having an approved PD-1, but they don't have a PD-1 franchise. And Glaxo, uh, based on their data, their expertise, decided to build their uh, pipeline in immunology focused on the TIGIT pathway. And they, they were already uh, in development with two other immune checkpoints of this pathway, CD96 and CD112 receptor. And what was missing was the TIGIT antibody. And they have seen in our preclinical data and phase one data, a highly differentiated TIGIT antibody that convinced them that partnering with ITOs would be a win-win for the two companies. So you're a small company, at least <laughs> you were. Uh, you went public nearly a year ago, that expanded your reach. And now you've done this deal, which is huge. Do you have plans to expand? And if you do, what are those plans? Yes, then indeed, uh, if we consider uh, the crossover last year, the IPO last year, three months or four months after the crossover and the deal today, we have raised almost $1 billion, which is a significant amount of money for a company of our size. We are going to continue to integrate the expertise that will allow us to develop our drugs and bring innovative cancer immunotherapies for people living with cancer. This is our top priority. And we are going to build a pipeline that will allow to get several programs uh, covering different types of indication and combination. And we believe that with this, with this amount of money, we are well positioned now to execute and continue to bring these innovative drugs to the market and to the patients. So, Michelle, thanks. Is there anything that we didn't speak about that you wanted to touch on and let everyone know about? Yes, thank you. Well, there's something important to consider. As I said, immunotherapies was a revolution, but there are still a majority of patients which are not going to benefit or which are going to progress quite rapidly. Then the need for a new generation of cancer immunotherapies is it's very important. And we believe, and GSK believe, that our digital antibody program will be able to meet this expectation and the need for people living with cancer. We also believe that on top of this significant cash position for a company like ITOS, we are also uh, very well positioned because on top of TIGIT, we have this second program in clinics, this A2 receptor antagonist, which has been tailored for application in cancer therapies. That could be also a game changer and in which we are going to invest in order to bring another innovative drug treatment for people living, living with cancer. Michelle, thanks for taking the time to speak to BioWorld today. I appreciate it. 
This is really my pleasure. Thank you very much. And I wish you a wonderful day. Thank you, Michelle and Lee. So that's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. If you need to track the development of drugs, turn to BioWorld.com, follow us on Twitter, email us at newsdesk at BioWorld.com. BioWorld, published by Clarivate, is a subscription-based news service. But all of our COVID-19 content, more than 5,000 articles and data entries since the start of the pandemic, are freely accessible.